Welcome to another episode of YEGMS, available on MSME Internet Radio, iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Stitcher Radio. For this episode, I thought I'd do something a little bit different from my norm. I, I, I have to confess that since I uh, started with MSME Radio, uh, doing a weekly show has been a little, it was, it's been a little bit more difficult to try and find new things to talk about once a week. Um, for, for listeners of, long-time listeners of this podcast, you know, for a long time there, I would just kind of release episodes whenever. There was no schedule. Sometimes it would go months between episodes. And now that I have, you know, a weekly commitment to, to get content to the MSME radio network, um... You know, even though it's a shorter show than it used to be, you know, a half an hour versus, I mean, I didn't really have a time limit previously. I, um, I'm trying to think of new new ways to uh, have fresh content every week. And I suppose one of the ways, one of the ways I've thought about is looking back and just things that I've written. Uh, so maybe they're not so fresh, but hopefully they're fresh to the people that, that are listening. The other day, I was actually on my blog at ownmultiplesclerosis.com, and I was sifting through it because I wanted to figure out when I had started it. I, for whatever reason, I, I couldn't remember exactly when I when I when I started the blog. Turns out it was early 2013, and by going through it, I came across a, a post that I'd written uh, years ago in April of 2013 that I thought I would share with you on this episode, uh, mostly because I just think that there's themes in it and, there, and there's things I talk about in the blog post that will be familiar to all the MS warriors out there who, or who are listening. So anyway, the, the blog post was called, Why I Feel Lucky. There was no bed, bath, or beyond, but it was a pretty nice little Saturday. And that was a reference to a Will Ferrell line from the comedy Old School. I think I only used it because I was talking about something that happened on Saturday. But anyway, here I'm going to read the the post now and then, you know, talk about it after. So here's the post. The mild attack that I've been experiencing continued this morning. There was no miraculous overnight resolution, and the extreme numbness which has been attacking me from the waist down continues, though it has improved somewhat from yesterday. Despite the modest progress, Saturday has been a great day so far, and I feel extremely lucky. My wife had to go to work for a few hours this morning, so I was left to watch our two-year-old. Obviously, I'm not well, and my energy level was low, as was my reserve of positive energy. I was content to, content to spend the morning on the couch, cycling through Walt Disney's catalog and nursing my wounds. After juggling between excerpts of Brother Bear, Mulan, and Curious George, I began to feel that the situation was unfair to my daughter. Typically on Saturdays, we get to go out and do something fun 
and I wasn't being myself. I was tainted by my disease. I decided to utter those magic words to get my ass in gear. Belle, do you want to go for a walk? In our house, there is no turning back from that statement. I didn't even have time to think about it as my daughter was already running up the stairs to get changed. We headed out on the pass along the Sturgeon River, my daughter riding high on my shoulders as I wondered how long I could go walking on a pair of feet I couldn't feel. However, we continued, and a not-so-surprising thing happened. I started to think positive thoughts. As the revelation came over me, my daughter, as she normally does, leaned forward and rested her head on mine. She fell asleep. When she sleeps this way, it is one of the great, sorry, when she sleeps this way, it is one of the great small pleasures in my life. It is both comforting and relaxing. It was at this moment I began to realize how lucky I am. The current attack I am experiencing could morph into something horrible, a fact that I live with every day. But at least I've had the opportunity to experience a simple moment with my daughter. My life could have turned out much, much worse. She is lying beside me right now on the couch as I write this. She is engrossed in, engrossed in both a bowl of grapes and the lady in the tramp. And even though I'm still not 100%, it has been a pretty nice little Saturday. So that's the, that was the post. And the reason why I shared it is I think, like I said, I mean, I think that a lot of the illusions that I make and, and you know, to, to low energy fatigue uh, and just not feeling yourself. And then also the guilt that I, you know, I felt because I'm, I wasn't myself and I wasn't bringing my full faculties uh, to the table with, with my daughter and my family. And I think that's tough. I think we all deal with that. We all deal with times where we want to do more. We want to be more for the people that count on us, but sometimes MS just won't let you do that. And sometimes it's not that MS won't let you do it, but it's just MS is making you feel bad enough that you don't know if you can. And sometimes it's just a conscious choice and, 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 and forcing yourself to do something. To get out, move around, uh, engage. Engage in life, I suppose. And I have to admit, I was smiling when I, when I read that. I forgot that I'd even written it. It was just something that I posted on my, my blog years ago. My daughter was two when I wrote this. I didn't, my son hadn't been born yet. And my daughter's now six. But back when she was two years old, her and I used to walk around everywhere. And I would never take the stroller. I would always just throw up on my shoulders. Um, she liked it up there. And as I noted in the post, she used to, after a while, 
she'd fall asleep. And when she'd do, she'd just kind of lean, curl and lean forward, cross her arms on my head, and then rest her head on top of it, and she'd be sound asleep. And I can remember numerous times where I'd, we'd get home from wandering around down by the trails by the river or wherever we went, and I would transfer her from my shoulders into her crib, and she wouldn't wake up. And I remember the first time she fell asleep like that. I was stunned. We, we, um, my wife's a, an acupuncturist, and she takes, she takes patients in the evenings after I get home from work. And any of you that have small children know when you, there's that time in the day where it's really, really tough because the kids are tired, they're hungry, it's the end of the day, they don't really want to go to bed, they know it's coming, and it can be somewhat chaotic. So what I used to do when my wife and I would do the change off and, and she'd go off to work and I'd take over at home, is there was a park not far from where we were living at the time, and I would walk Belle over there and let her rip around on the slides, the monkey bars, and all that stuff. And then we'd walk home. And it was one of these nights when we were walking home from there. And it's probably, I don't know, 6, 6, 6, 6.30 in the evening. And she'd fallen asleep like that. And you know, obviously, when you're carrying somebody on your shoulders like that, you can't see them, right? And I felt her head, like I felt her resting on my head, you know, her, her head and hand. But I, have, I couldn't imagine that somebody could actually fall asleep like that. Well, of course she did. And I didn't realize until I got in the door because I went to get her down from my shoulders. And then when I had her in my arms looking in front of her, I'm like, holy cow, <laughs> she's asleep. Um, but they're just really, really good memories. They're really uh, precious memories that, you know, I'll carry with me. For as long as I'm spinning on this globe. And, you know, the funny thing is I, you know, and the nice thing is I remember, I remember that. Uh, the attack that I'm referencing here, I don't remember. I don't recall. Uh, I mean, the truth is, since the big attack that kind of knocked me out in 2006, um, my attacks haven't been that bad, and they've been really, I mean, I haven't really had an attack in years now. Uh, you know, for, for all I know, this one in 2013 that I'm referencing, that could be the, very well could be uh, sort of the last flare-up uh, where I've experienced, like, real physical symptoms. You know, I've had numb feet, numb hands for, for years, and that's never changed. But having a little bit of numbness in my feet and my hands has never, hasn't really ever, well, it's never stopped me from doing anything or doing anything I could before. So, you know, not only am I, I lucky, I'm, I'm, I feel very, very fortunate to have a, a wonderful family and children and wife, um, I feel very fortunate that, you know, that was written for almost five years ago. And, and in that time, I, I've lived uh, pretty, pretty attack-free uh, for the most part, and 
I mean, I have symptoms like anyone else, and I, and I do have days where I have lots of fatigue. Uh, but overall, I would say my health is, is pretty good. And I, and I feel very fortunate for that. And, you know, one of the things about looking around on the Internet and looking for answers on your own is it's pretty easy to be seduced by this, you know, this particular miracle diet plan. If you, you know, do these exercises, if you take this oil, if you, I mean, I'm sure if, if you're listening to this, chances are you have kind of snooped around, you know, looking for answers. And and if you read my blog or if you listen to you know listen to my podcast in the past, I have referenced things like diet, exercise, cannabis, uh, different spices, supplements. But the honest truth about it all. From where I sit, is that as well as I've been doing with my disease, you know, the fact that I, I live without many, many issues and I live a normal life, you know, I, I really do. And, but regardless of the dietary changes I've made in my life, uh, the exercise, running, taking supplements, all these things, the truth of it is, I may, it's very, very possible that had I not changed my diet, had I not supplemented with vitamin D, had I not, um, you know, put in the hours of running and all that stuff. It is possible that this would have been the course of my, my MS and my disease anyway. And I don't say that to be shocking. I just say, to be honest, I mean, I can't prove to anyone listening that the diet changes I made, the exercise, the supplement, I can't prove that any of it Is that a positive impact? Do I believe it has? Yes. But the truth is I can't prove that it has. I mean, there are cases of MS where somebody has one attack when they're 24, 34, 40 years old. They have one big attack. They're knocked out for a couple months. They recover to normal or close to normal, and that's it. That's, that's all they ever experience. And there are others who, from their first attack to sitting in a wheelchair six months, where it's so rapid. So the, and the reason why I offer this, I think it's, 
I think it's very important that people understand there are no miracle cures. And you can search around and you can find people that will claim that your neurologist is poisoning you with big pharma, etc., etc., etc. Don't take it. All you need to do is XYZ. Or there are other people that say, well, just, you know, you can treat MS through diet alone, or you can treat it through. Um, I mean, I even read years ago about somebody uh, out of New Zealand was claiming if you get stung by bees enough, that would do it. So, but the honest truth is nobody knows. I mean, there's so many unknowns. I mean, just look at the disease-modifying therapies and look at, you know, the literature that's supposed to prove that they have enough. I mean, it, it, even, even, the, even the DMTs, which, I mean, uh, full confession, I take Tecfidera every day. I already took it this morning. But the truth be told, you know, the... the it doesn't work. They'll admit, they freely admit, this will not work in 100% of people. And in the people that it shows that, it, that it's working, you know, the rate of relapse is only this. So there's no, there's no 100% in anything that we do. What I'm, my aim, and my, and my children definitely motivate this, is to give myself the best chance possible. And in, by, and in doing so, anything I take on, because I know, I mean, I get emails, I wouldn't say, it's not like I get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, but I do get emails, I would say on a monthly basis, asking me if I heard of this diet, or have you ever tried this diet, or which diet are you using, or which, you know, which supplement are you using, have you heard about this or that? And there's so many of them you, I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is I try and look at anything that, you know, I'm made aware of and look at it and think, do some research on it. Is this reason, is, is, is there enough evidence that reasonably I can see that this may have some benefit and with the caveat, I'm not doing any harm to myself. So I'll use an example because I know one of the most, the one of the things that gets searched the most to land people on my blog is there. It's it's MS wires looking for dietary advice. And years ago, I'd written some stuff about Dr. Terry Walls. If you haven't heard of her, she's a medical doctor who had very very progressive MS. She changed her diet, ended up getting out of a wheelchair and being able to move around. Uh, the dietary plan that she follows. Uh, and I'm, this is a very, very quick Coles Notes uh, version of it, but is basically a, pa a paleo diet with a real emphasis on nutrition. So, um, and you can look up Dr. Walls. Anyway, that's one of the common things that, that, that's on my site. So I started following a, like a paleo style diet. I've admitted over the years I do cheat, every, you know, at least once a week. Um, but for the most part, no gluten, no soy, no dairy. Uh, no, you know, you can go through the list. But am I 100% certain that that 
died is what's kept me as mobile and, and, and as progression-free as it has over the last almost 11 years since I got diagnosed. No, can't, I can't claim that. So I just hope that, you know, I think as a person with MS, if you, if you, now this is my opinion, this is an opinion, this isn't a fact, but this is my opinion. I think with a, as a person with MS, you've got to get comfortable in doing research for yourself and deciding what fits for you. You know, for me, I listen to my neurologist and then anything, everything else I do is supplementary. It's not meant to take the place of the DMTs or any of the advice he gets gives me. But at the same time, the guy's got, you know, uh, a huge amount of patients. You know, he's got a, a large number of patients. And I can't expect him to be responsible for everything I do, everything I put in my mouth, everything that, you know, not exercising and stuff. And I think with most of the stuff, if... Eating healthy and exercise, I mean, I think, I don't think anyone will, will, will argue with you that that will make you healthier. And I just think being healthier allows you a better chance of doing better with uh, a chronic condition like MS. If anybody claims otherwise, um, I'd question it. That's me. Well, this, this has been my, this has been, you know, how I've, approach my journey. And at the end of the day, I could be wrong. I've been wrong about enough, <laughs> enough stuff in my life that... Uh, but I think I just... I want to keep trying. I want to keep trying so that uh, I get to watch that little girl that was on my shoulders when she was two and falling asleep. You know, I get to watch her graduate high school and I get to watch her, you know, go through university if that's the path she chooses or get married if that's the path she chooses or you know develop into hopefully an amazing person and the same goes for my son who's now four and I want to be along for the journey that's my motivation So, that was kind of uh, something that I'd written a few years ago, and uh, <laughs> sort of the tangent following uh, talking about it. Uh, I have a few minutes here before I hit my, uh, my 27 minute window. So I would like to encourage anyone listening out there, if you're listening on YouTube or SoundCloud or Stitcher Radio, do a, do a an internet search for MS and Me Radio. It's an internet radio station dedicated towards people with MS. And I think uh, the way they're branding it is infotainment. And I, and I think that, uh, you know, I think it's a great place. And I think anytime communities form either online or, or in real life uh, of people with, uh, you know, something common like multiple sclerosis. I think it's a good thing. I think you can learn. I've learned so much from other MS warriors and it's just feeling supported. I remember 
The MS Bike Tour in 2015. The Leduc to Camrose ride. And that's Leduc, Alberta, Canada to Camrose, Alberta, Canada for, for uh, my listeners who are outside of Canada. Um, my friend Dave went wrote it for the very first time. And how Dave and I met was through a mutual love of hockey. And uh, anyway, we, we, we rode the day one of the ride. He'd never, he'd never done an MS bike tour before. And if you haven't done one, I know they're, all, they're not just in Canada, they're all over the place. I would suggest uh, giving it a try. It's a pretty positive event, and this is why. So Dave and I rode together for about three and a half hours getting from Leduc to Camrose. We get into Camrose, and Dave just had no sense of the size and the scope of this particular ride. I think that year there was about 2,100 people riding. And that night when we went into the Camrose Exhibition Center for dinner, I mean, you've got 2,000 people all there for dinner, and then they have all the speeches and stage. Dave got a little teary-eyed, and... And I said, are you okay? He said, and he just looked at me and goes, man, I just didn't know we had this kind of support. And I think that's the key, is, is the support. So definitely search out MSME Radio. It's a great place to just go and find people that are going and experiencing the same stuff as you. As always, if you want to be a guest on this show, send me an email to sean, S-E-A-N, at ownmultiplesclerosis.com. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at ownms.com1. That's O-W-N-D-O-T-C-O-M and then the number one. Well, that's it for me this week. I hope you guys have a great week. Um, please get a hold of me if you want to be on the show. Love to have more of you on. Anyways, take care. <laughs>